Hey, Earl, uh, today's podcast is brought to us by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. That's Mr. Hepner to you, Mr. Oh, Scott Novel. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Earl Hepner. Uh, look, it's free audiobook. You know, I, I you seem like a man that likes to read. I don't like to read. You don't like to read? I like listening to things. I have this little thing in my ear, and people tell me what to do. Oh, well, hey, you can make your own decisions, you know. You can count to three. You can count to ten. You can listen to books to however you uh, want to. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I screw people. You screw people. People tell me to screw people, and I screw them. Well, <laughs> well, you get a free audio book, Earl. If you, the beauty is that you don't have to read anymore. Are you telling me there's a book out there that's going to tell me to screw things? What's a possible book that could ever tell me to screw things? A possible book that could ever tell you to Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sorry? Fifty Shades of Grey. What is that? See, you're a referee who believes in black and white. That's what you wear. That you just see everything in a black and white sort I of wear setting. these stripes because it's what I believe. Yeah, the, the, there's no shades of gray. Let me tell you, Earl, there's 50 shades of gray out there. Are you telling me we live in a multi-tiered world where there's no such things as black and white, but just an ever-changing shade between? No. E.L. James is telling you that. Oh. And I wouldn't even... I, I, I'm not going to read it to you. I'm not going to read you the book. You're not even going to read it yourself. You can get a free audiobook download of Fifty Shades of Grey, book one or book two. Doesn't matter where you start. What can I listen to it on? Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash network. You can have those, and there's over 100,000 titles to choose from, Earl. Think of how many shades of gray that is. That's more than 50. It is more that's than 50. A of, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. If you don't get it, you're screwing yourself. Then it's Earl screwed Earl. Story of my life. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. You just did, you just swooped your hair. What? You did a you did a matte swoop to your hair. I was really lucky that you pointed that out, not the fact that I pointed to myself when I said I'm Steve Sears. You gave a thumb to yourself. Gave, you gave a half RVD. I gave a big old, like, I'm Steve Sears. Are you flexing? Am I? How am I looking? Okay, now you are. Before you weren't, and I'm like, oh, that's sad. That's worse than me. Oh, look at that. It jiggles a lot more on the bottom than I thought it would. That sausage casing is overstuffed. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> we are a comedy wrestling podcast. I'd say the only one that there is. Yeah, the other ones are just podcasts. Yeah, that happen to be charming. Yeah, or yeah, a or lot informative, of them, or news breaking. A lot of them are, say, are endearing comedy podcasts. Yeah, not like this one. No, we bring the funny. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, that's one of us. I don't. Yeah, I guess <laughs> we can, we're the ponderous wrestling podcast. Yeah. We're comedians in Hollywood, full of hate, self-hate. <laughs> yeah, but we don't we don't bring it out in the wrestling world. We figure enough of you do that. Yeah. So guys, let's let's enjoy some wrestling. Guys. Yeah. It, it was huge, man. It, this thing, this mouth guard, like this spit guard for my microphone, is really smelling. It's what? Uh, what does it smell like to you? Honey or butthole? <laughs> uh, could it I'm be? I'm gonna try something. Could it be the Honey Nut Cheerios bees butthole? Where are you going? Why? You're going to 
spray it with that? And we have powdered donuts. I'm not going to spray it with a powdered donut. Why not? Don't shit. Wow. (laughs) No, it smells like Lysol. You sprayed it directly into the guard into the microphone. It didn't go into the microphone. Yes, it, went it did. Directly into the car. It went in and then went past it. It did. Yeah, but it didn't like. It's not like a flame going around a. It's not like in an action movie when you're in a parking garage and there's an explosion and you step behind a pillar. It's not like the flames go around and burn. I can't you. understand this. Please use this with Undertaker or Kane with either smoke or fire. Okay. Uh, the Undertaker has his entrance. Uh huh. And there's smoke everywhere. Right. The smoke surrounds him because he's just standing there. Uh, the Undertaker. So the Undertaker is the spit guard. Uh, yes. No, he's the microphone. No, essentially, uh, geez, you really got me lost. Kane's fire just goes up. <laughs> uh-huh. And this disinfectant spray just went into the mouth guard and didn't, go, like, envelop it and then go into the microphone. And it didn't hit Daniel Bryan at all and burn his sweet beard. No, but Daniel Bryan did have to take the loss. I see. Yeah, that's why he's there. That's why he's there in this big program to get pinned. Yeah, that's the only way you can keep credibility going, which is kind of a shame. You can't have the Shield lose, and you got to have Daniel Bryan take the pin. That's right. But he's putting uh, on a you could, have Kane, on, you could have Kane do it. Yeah, at, at Kane, I guess. But that would have to be sort of a pay-per-view loss, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Daniel Bryan's putting on a hell of a show. Uh, just in case you're wondering, we're talking about <laughs> Shield versus the Brothers of Destruction and Team Hell now mm-hmm. from last week's Raw. Yeah. Which in, in I, England. That should have been the main event, man. That was incredible. That was a great It match. was the main event, yeah. really. Everything after that was like an epilogue. It's like, hey, WWE Raw after the air. Yeah, yeah, like, hey, all right, after hours, when things are winding down and you're trying to get to bed. John Cena, Ryback, Mick Foley. Well, I did like Mick a lot. I did like Mick. Well, I just, it, that should have been right before the main event. Like, end something with a main event. You don't need to end it with some weird story stuff. You don't care for that? You don't care for story stuff at the end? No, I think I end it with It doesn't a... grab you for the following week? No, end with a pin. End with a pin? Well, that's why they have those dark matches after on a... On... So they can end with a pin? Yeah, so everybody gets to go away saying, oh, we got to see... Like, you have a dark match. The bad guys never win during dark matches, right? Because it's not on TV. Well, it already is a dark match, so you already feel it's... it's yeah, it's a, the, it's a the, presence uh, of evil. Yeah, it's the, it's the journey to the underworld and the hero's quest. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was a pretty cool show, and it was. Uh, this was the English crowd that had invaded New Jersey that made that show so crazy. And then, of course, Fandango comes out uh, and they go. What w- you're saying that the majority of the people in the Jersey crowd after WrestleMania were? It seems like half or a third were English people. Really? Yes, because they were there for WrestleMania. So, so they had traveled for WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and then they stuck around for the Raw afterwards. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So they're a feisty bunch. They're they're. Just begging for pay-per-views to come over there. And this wasn't, this isn't, we are now three weeks out of that Raw after the, after WrestleMania, correct? Uh, I don't know. Because there was Wrestle, there was Raw. I don't, I don't count my post-WrestleMania Raws. You don't? You should. You know, Canadians, you know what they do? What do they do? I learned this from my friend Haley. Uh, they count how many sleeps until Christmas. Well, you talked about this. This is bizarre to me. It's very bizarre to me, too. It's like... Because only seventeen more sleeps till Christmas. Yeah, but I mean, you, if you, you if you consider sleeps instead of full days, it's like yeah, when you go to sleep, it's like you close your eyes and then it's the next day. So it makes sense. But then you have to like drudge through the entire day. Yeah, and what if you're counting naps? Yeah, then some people are in their nineties. <laughs> Wait, what? What does that mean? Some people are in their nineties. Where are my smoke bombs? <laughs> <laughs> you can't smoke bomb out of this. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> no, if a person takes a nap, then they lose a day. They gain a day. They lose a day. <laughs> they gain a day on their life, 
and they lose a day <laughs> in their time frame. You're the guy that confused Rip Van Winkle when he woke up. Hey, so wait a minute. All right. You're only one day older. Oh. Welcome to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I've been asleep for a very long time. Yeah, but it's only a day. Rip Van Winkle should verse uh, Rumpelstiltskin. In, oh, in a match? Yeah. In a match of all fairy tales? Or Rip Van Winkle sounds... Like Rumpelstiltskin, they made a horror film of that. They should make a horror film of Rip Van Winkle. I'm not sure. Like a creepy, terrifying sci-fi film where he wakes up and it's the future and everybody's being fed their own feet or something. Do you think fairy tales should make their way into professional wrestling? Is that is that the uh, is that the place where they haven't pulled from yet? Uh, there was like so. I don't think fairy tales are the best ones to do. Aesop's fables. Fable like the more. Do you need a moral when you're dealing with wrestling? I feel like you need more of a quest storyline. Like if you do any sort of Joseph Campbell stuff, like which is all of Star Wars is. It's Indiana Jones. It's like... Uh, George Lucas. George Lucas met with Mar uh, Joseph Campbell to write the Star Wars scripts. Like he had wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean to tell me George Lucas had to meet someone in order to figure out wait a minute, wait a minute. what a Yoda is? Are you telling me that George Lucas pulled things from in his life to write Star Wars, like the AT-ATs and the uh, Kurosawa films to make Star Wars? Hidden Fortress is Star Wars. It's got Toshiro Mifune. Is that is in the Han orange Solo. box? What? Is that in the orange box? Oh, you mean Team Fortress? Yeah. <laughs> Team Fortress and Half-Life 2? Yes, Scott. Yes. But, I mean, he, George Lucas is, you know how Quentin Tarantino is always talking about how he's ripping people off? George Lucas never really says that. He's just like, yeah, I just really enjoy this film. He, huh? Well, he trails off at the end when Quentin just gets louder. Yeah, that's, that's the difference between George Lucas and Quentin Tarantino. I, I rip it, everybody. They're both, they live on a ramp, and George Lucas goes down his, and Quentin Tarantino just starts jogging up his. <laughs> Uh, I end my sentences like this, or I end my sentences like Well, it's an interesting point you bring up because you talk about two guys that are sort of rivals in the film business. Rumpelstiltskin and Rip Van Winkle? Yes, also known as George Lucas and Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. Well, there were two guys that were seemingly were partners there for a while. They were partners, not seemingly, but then they drifted apart. Uh, I'm talking about R-Truth and Kofi Kingston. Oh, that's right. Because as of late, Kofi Kingston's on this roll post-mania. He won the U.S. title out of nowhere on Raw, and he's winning. He's got his belt everywhere, and now R-Truth is uh, rapping again. Well, I feel like they sort of, they were on like a really hot streak, but at the same time, it's sort of like their popularity sort of seems to wanes, waxes and wanes. And they were fighting on our show. Yeah, that's true. They were on here, and then they were just, they were at each other's throats. A uh, special appearance on uh, the other program. Yes, also, you can hear it as well on Botchamania, their podcast as well. Uh, friends of the show, Tom and uh, and uh, the guy, Matthew, who's heard of us. That's great. That, I never said the story from last week. That's true. So, because I, I said, like, I'll get to that later. So, Botchamania, later. Botchamania had uh, one of our segments on their show, correct? Yes. And Math, Matthew of Botchamania, when it's brought up, when Tom of Wrestling Memes says, like, oh, Curtain Jerks, and their podcast, and then... Uh, Matthew goes, oh, oh, I've heard of him. <laughs> I think is one of the best endorsements we've ever received. <laughs> I think that's like, that is my absolute fucking favorite. Going on the poster. Yes, I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah, not, oh, they're great. Or, oh, no, I don't No, like but that. that feels like a standing fucking applause to me. I don't know why that, like, I enjoy that so much. I've Yeah, I've known a botch of mania forever. Like, everybody knows that. That's a staple. And then to hear like, oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, it's great. That's awesome. Guys, that's what making waves is all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To to be acknowledged and to have no 
<laughs> no context of how you feel. No, it's but it's to me that's exciting. It's like have, it's getting the nod from someone. I met Chris Parnell once, and I told him that he was a really big influence to me, and I got to work with him on the uh, um, the Archers on the Archer Live Show. Yeah, and I told him I was like, "Thank you so much." Like he said, "Good job to me after we did our show," and I was like, "Thank you. That means a lot coming from you." especially and he he did he did the quiet sort of eyes like half closed nod he did one of these hmm. <laughs> and it was like awesome like like it felt at a boy kid yeah at a boy it was very cool speaking of what was very cool at a moment there was our uh, truth and uh, Kofi Kingston their popularity seemed to be like they were really going places but then at the same time it seems like they sort of drifted away and now they're kind of back and i'm wondering where that popularity is coming from well i thought we could help things out i thought we could get things going again so i've invited them both here i didn't tell them they're both gonna be here kofi's waiting on the lobby and our truth is in, in the, the bathroom. interrogation room yes the interrogation the bathroom, bathroom yeah which if you want to get information out of somebody you leave them in an open bathroom yeah i'll say no toilet paper yeah we, i'll tell you anything <laughs> it's an outhouse indoors yeah so it's an indoor outhouse that everything you where there's get, no plumbing yeah you're gonna be shitting your truth <laughs> yeah okay I'm not happy with saying. No, that's that's way better than the '90s thing. Hello, guys. How are you doing today? I was gonna introduce you and bring you in, but here you are. I wanted to bring the sesame cakes for you guys. <laughs> oh, you brought sesame cakes. I brought you, gentlemen, sesame cakes. Oh, thanks. I really appreciate that. Nobody... No problem, Scott Narvsters. Uh, Kofi, uh, you you sound a little different. Uh, do I sound different, Scott Narvsters? Yes, you sound. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to say, it sounds like... Don't you know, make sure. Don't be worried about any sort of racism. I know you are a very smart man. Okay. No, no, no. It's not... It seems like your hesitation would be if it was racism. Uh, no, it, it, it's just more... It's. Are you... Do you have a cold? What? Right now? Yeah. No, I feel great. I brought sesame cakes. It's just... When I've heard you talk on TV, you sound... You sound different. Like... Ha, 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 ha. Very funny. People <laughs> are always talking about my accent. Uh, well, as they should. It... You know, it's not it's not my place. It's not my place. Oh, no, please tell me what what is the issue? You just you sound like you're from someplace else. No, what? That's in that's ridiculous, man. Where you? Oh, okay, where, where are you from? Where am I from? Yes. Well, brother, I think you'll always know that I'm from around. I'm I live for the ring, so I spend my time in the ring. I spend my time in the United States and overseas wrestling my matches, man. So what does say Tony Chimmel or Lillian Garcia say when it's uh, weighing in at 214 pounds. Uh, 225. I've been putting on a bit of weight. Okay. Mostly muscle, man. <laughs> weighing in at 225 pounds from... The gorilla position, man. No, well, before that, where where were you born? Where was I born? Yes. Well, that's a very contentious question, man. I, all right. Well, then please answer my contentious question. S.O.S. <laughs> no. No, you want to help you. <laughs> SOS. Don't sing your song at me. <laughs> what was that? Hey, That is clearly the Jewish song. Is it the Jewish song? Have a Nagila. Have a Nagila? Yes. Are you Jewish, Kofi? No, I'm the United States champion. From? Mm. The gorilla position no. in the back, man. All right. Well, look, this is not my place. I, I wanted to surprise you. What? I the, love surprises. That's sesame cake. Well, yeah, I think I will have a piece. Um, but we brought our truth here. What? 
We know, hey, look, things are going well for you right now. You should mend these fences, you know? You should get I'm along. I'm not happy about this, but I'm not angry either. Why don't you bring our truth in here today, and I will talk to him, man. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go get him. So if you'll vamp. What? <laughs> you know, just keep singing your Hava Nagila. No, 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 no. What's up? Our truth, my friend, how are you? Hey, man, how you been? I'm all right. It's good to see you. Hey, congratulations on that title, man. Thanks. Congratulations on the wins that you've been accumulating. Why you been talking like that? What? You talk funny now. No, certainly not, man. No, what's going on with you? Me? Yeah, what's up? Hey, man, I'm just trying to reclaim a bit of that old glory, you know? Oh, you from you from Jamaica again now? Jamaica Ganana. Ah, okay. So you you were from Jamaica... Now you from Ghana, and then now you from Jamaica again. Cause I've got the United States Championship, man. Man, you 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 diving back into that well? That's old shit. I'm diving back into that well. Yeah, what's up? How about up? you, our truth? What? How about you, our truth? Where's little Jimmy? Where's little Jimmy at, man? That's childish stupidness. What? That, yeah, I'm done with that. What are you saying, man? I'm saying like I don't need him no more. I don't need a mascot. Oh, so you're saying you're going back to the things that work, the old standards, eh? What What you mean? I'm saying that you're rapping all the time now, man. I see it. Uh, well, I see it, man. Well, to be fair, it's a hit song that people just kept saying like, Hey, man, you should sing that song again. Oh, like, what song is that? What's up? You going back to the standards? Well, hey, man, it's a popular... T- what song you written? It doesn't matter what song I... S.O.S. That, yeah, you know, no, 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 man. Jim Johnston wrote that song. Oh, did he write that song? Yeah, that did little, he write that song? Yeah, the little bald motherfucker who's in the who's in the basement. Yeah, I want to know who did the vocals on that song. You let me know, man. Uh, yeah, I will. It's Carlito. Oh, Carlito. Yes. Rest his heart. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Carlito. Rest in peace, Carlito. I mean, he did. Yeah, he did. Look, man, you just doing old shit. You just doing old shit. You, you doing are, old you shit. You are the one who is doing the old shit. Yeah, once you, you eat my the, dick, that's old shit. Oh, you want to see some old... You look like a wrinkled piece of old shit. Yo, you look like a piece of old shit. Black don't crack. Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm going to eat the sesame cake. Do not eat that sesame cake. Uh, this is my sesame... You brought it for Do everybody. Do not eat my sesame cake. I did... Uh, fine, you eat your sesame cake. You, I will eat my sesame cake. I want you to eat my I, dick while you I'm at it. I'm not eating that dick. Eat my dick. No. Yeah, I'm fighting you for that belt. Oh, this belt right here? Yeah, I beat I be Antonio Cesaro, and I beat Wade Barrett. I beat both of them. Well, then you turn into Extreme Rules for your chance for this United States Championship. Well, all right. And you know what the Extreme Rule is? What is that? You, If you lose, you it's eat a, my dick. It's a dick, yes. Yeah, it's it is a, a dick, dick on a poor match. Yeah, dick. You will, there will be a dick that is eaten. Man. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Whoever wins the belt... Then has the dick eaten. Okay, fair enough. I have gone back to my old accent so I can get my popularity back. Yeah, and I go back to sing my song, which people know the chorus. Why don't we tag team anymore? Because you a dickhole. No, you a dickhole. Yo, you a dickhole. I love you. I love you too. Give me a kiss. All right, gentlemen, gentlemen, please. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Those are not the fences I... I Those are not the fences I thought they were going to build. No. Those are... Sometimes you have a plan for a house, and then you just build an, like, an add-on to your garage, and you didn't even know why. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, we got to do a plug here for a friend of the show, Josh Tariff, uh, also known in the wrestling world as Christian... Rosenberg. Yes, he would love... The, the character Christian Rosenberg, I think, would love that Hava Nagila song. I think so. Yeah, because it's Rosenberg. I don't know, oh, because he's a, uh, a lawyer? <laughs> Probably, I don't know. I know I'm not familiar with the Christian Rosenberg character. But this... Christian. <laughs> That's weird. Yes, it is. Bethlehem Steel. Here you go. They Pl- make weapons. 
Here's the plug. Bethlehem, son of our Lord. This is for you. Oh, son of our birthplace of our Lord. This is for you. Son listeners. of the birth. Son of a birthplace. <laughs> It's for you listeners out there. The Insane Wrestling League is back with their latest event called Won't Back Down. It takes place Friday, April 26th from the American Legion Hall in Chino, California. The show will include a star-studded main event, uh, which features IWL champion Johnny Suave and his tag team partner, Friend of the podcast, former WWE Intercontinental and Tag Team Champion, John Morrison. What is this? Johnny Momo. Friday, April 26th. That's this Friday. Yeah. Shit, man. I wish we could go. Well, uh, hey, don't worry. I'm getting I'm getting to this. All right. Don't worry. Right. I don't know where the fuck Chino is. <laughs> well, you don't have to. So also scheduled up here uh, are other wrestlers, Drake Younger, B-Boy, The Rock Nest Monsters, Willie Mack, and Eric Watts, plus many more. Eric Watts, another friend of the podcast. That's a hell of a lineup. And if you're going to be in the Chino area, John Morrison is hosting a wrestling seminar the day of the show. Whoa. I can learn how to take bumps. Yeah. And man, do my I hair. Take bumps. Uh, go, to, go to www.theiwl.com for details. And here's the best news of all. You can watch this show live on iPay-Per-View at www.theiwl.com for only five dollars five bucks a lincoln you can find those just like hanging in your back pocket that of jeans you didn't wash or if you're like having a really tough year and then you put on an old jacket and you find like five bucks in your pocket exactly you can watch it on your ipad iphone android phones and you can even watch it on your television if you have a roku i used to have a roku and now i'm kicking myself that i don't in fact for this show only uh Anyone that watches the show live over the Roku device, get it to watch it for free. So if you're watching it live on your Roku, this show is absolutely free. Go to theiwl.com for all details and make sure you tune in this Friday night and enjoy the action. You can also follow IWL on Twitter uh, at InsaneWL. So there you go. A $5 wrestling show. SmackDown ain't going to be that great. And either way, you can always watch SmackDown later with your DVR. And this is a good lineup of local California wrestlers. Yeah. So you'll you'll be in the know of, like, what's what's the haps in California, yay? What's the haps? So, so yeah, that's that's a treat for everybody out there. Won't back down? Won't back down. Won't back down. Won't back down. Insane Wrestling League. So that brings us to our jerk tweets. Every week, go to twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. I, we, I feel like we got to our jerk tweets early today. We did. We we got a little to them a little early. All right. It gives us a little bit more discussion in case we need it. You I know, like a little it. bit yeah, more I appreciate of a that. bumper. Uh, Chris Bickley5 says, who would be your current WWE champs off the current roster? Mine, of course, meaning his. Uh, WWE champion, CM Punk. World heavyweight champion, Wade Barrett. Intercontinental Champion, Antonio Cesaro. U.S. Champion, Daniel Bryan. Tag Team Champions, The Shield with Freebird Rules. And Divas Champion, Natalia. Wow, New Blood Rising. Yeah, right? <laughs> wow. Uh, so anybody on the current roster? All right, let's go through them. Let's go, who's let's in go the, Divas. But yeah, but like the one, the one issue I would have with that entire lineup, besides the fact that it's awesome and be great to see, wh- who's in the title hunt? Like those are all those people are the hornswoggle. Yeah, each I, and every belt. Like you want to unify every single one. It's of them. weird to see champions defend if you don't feel like they're threatened. 
Yes. You want to see someone who doesn't have the chance to win, but you know they're badass, and they're going up against the last boss of the video game. Well, so he, this is our chance. This is our chance of booking. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Diva's, Diva's title. Who, who's who got the strap? Who's the lady that you put that strap on? Awesome Kong. Current roster, Steve. Oh, Sokka, sorry. Stop Stop dreaming. Um, oh, Sting for Intercontinental Champion. That would be sweet. <laughs> uh, AJ Lee, I think, would be Ooh, great. Ooh, all right. Um, going up against the Bellas. Just <laughs> kissing. <laughs> all right, I'll go with you on AJ Lee for the for the ladies. Tag team champions. Uh, I like Team Hell No a lot. Okay. I But also, I'd love to see Ziggler and Langston. I'd like to see him as heavyweight champion. And Langston and him as tag team champs. Because I think that's just a... You can build a faction, I feel like, so quickly that way by giving them the belts. Only Even if it's for a little while, I feel like Evolution did that, right? They had Yeah, they had, they had all the belts. Yeah, that was awesome. That was cool. Uh, those guys were rich jerks. Yeah, I what a like bunch em. of jerks. But I guess that's Evolution, man. You know? <laughs> I would give it to uh, Team Road Scholars. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool to see that belt on that robe. Yeah, that they sell at www.shop.com that I would willingly wear to every show if Cody someone Rhodes sends it or uh, or Damien Sandow's robe. Uh, uh, oh, Damien Sandow's robe. Yeah, that's they, a bathroom. Yeah, and they sell it at WWE Shop. Really? I have said I put it out there. If someone sends me that robe, I will gladly wear it to every event, including wrestling pay per views. Yeah, <laughs> bat mitzvahs, like, bar mitzvahs, weddings. Everything, every event that I go to, I will wear that bathrobe and tweet pictures of it of me there getting thrown out, Scott, <laughs> looking like do, a bum. Yeah, Scott would do it, and, and it I won't incredible. wash it. Scott would look great. I'll look like Borat eventually. Um, all right, so U.S. title. Um, Cesaro's good. Who's got it now? Kofi Kingston, right? Yeah. Jesus, man, he was just in here with that thing. No, I'm so, I'm so glad that we didn't interview. Stop him. eating that sesame cake. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I just can't stop eating it. Um. <laughs> um, I, you know what was weird about you saying it that way? What? Is one of your mustache hairs is completely vertical. I can't get this like this. I can't train this one guy. <laughs> Just cut it off. No way. Pluck it. Uh, these are like nerve endings. No way. You, you got to pull them to, to teach him. Here, let me pull it. No, 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 no. Let me pull I'm it. Not, no, you're going to pull too tight. Wait, yeah, out. No, I don't want you to pull a mustache hair. Do you want it? Right. Pick a long one. I was going to pick the one that was going just vert. Oh, there it is right there. Make it quick, Scott. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, give me that thing. There you go. God, that is a coarse. That feels like it feels like it's bleeding. <laughs> I feel like there's a, probably a giant pockmark in my face. It feels like there, you left a hole. Now it, you know what it feels like to be in the Stu Hart uh, wrestling dungeon. That's <laughs> true. Hey, you got yourself a mustache. You come here and I'm thinking that for you. Bend your head backwards and pull out this corn cob out of your ass. Yeah, you got to be careful when he banjos your head. Why are you putting in your mouth? It's it's like a piece of wire. <laughs> so coarse. You got to wash it. It's like steel wool. I conditioned the hell out of this thing. Where were we? <laughs> we were at the U.S. title. Uh, I like Kofi Kingston as a title. Okay. Or like I said... Give it to a tag team, because then this, a tag team becomes a faction as soon as you give them an extra belt. So you're saying you're going to give one of the Usos the U.S. title, and then I'm, they're going to squabble? I'd give the Usos the tag team belts. Because I said them? No, because I forgot about them. But it's like, hell yeah, man. Give them the belts and then make them dangerous. Make them a faction. Yeah. <laughs> we're brothers. We're a faction. Aren't you a tag team? We're a... F- oh, shit. <laughs> we're fractions. Ooh. 
U.S. title, I would go with, uh, I'd like to see it uh, on Santino again. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. Uh, world uh, Intercontinental. WWE. Intercontinental. Hmm. We're working our way up. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He come on, Steve. Legends current, contract. Current Legends world. contract. Then pick a legend who shows up every so often. Stone Cold. He doesn't show up. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold <laughs> does show up. Stop it, Jr. Stone Cold. Um. Yeah, I, I put the Intercontinental. Like, remember when Triple H has the, had the Intercontinental with Stone Cold, and he was, they were the two-man power trip? Yes. Suddenly, the Intercontinental became something again. Like, I feel like they get these weird sort of lulls where it's like, how do you get prestige to this belt? Oh, you just put it on somebody forever. Or you give it to Jericho, and immediately the man makes the belt, right? Isn't that how it works? Or is it the belt? It's not the belt makes the man. The man makes the belt. It can, be, it can go either way. Yeah, but I think the best-case scenario is the person – Fits the character fits the belt. I would give it to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, you know, no one. He says like, "This is my belt now. Mm-hmm. No one gets to have this one. I choose this one. This one's mine." Yeah, and then you suddenly the Intercontinental. Everybody is excited about these matches because it's Brock Lesnar. That's a great it's fucking like, idea. No one's gonna get it from him. Yeah, that's awesome. And then he like title defenses are every four months and he doesn't bring him with him to the shows because he's like you're not gonna have it why would i bring that belt i'm not gonna lose it yeah. it's mine i like that okay and then but like the gimmick for that could be he keeps it in a vault in the locker room <laughs> like it's prized but at the same time he never has it Heyman has to wheel it around mm-hmm. oh my god a glass case that Heyman has to <laughs> like push the belt around it or the entire golf cart. They have it in a Pope mobile. Oh, yeah. I think that would be awesome. Driven just... by the Pope, yeah. D'Angelo De Niro. That would be very cool. World Heavyweight Championship. I don't know. I'm, I'm so blown away by the Intercontinental program we just set up that I'm pretty happy with what we got. I know who I'd like it on, especially after seeing him this past week on Raw. Uh, Give me a hint. William Regal. Have you figured it out? <laughs> William Regal. He would be a great WWE champion. World heavyweight champion. Oh, or a world heavyweight. Yes. Yeah. Because that one's a lesser one. Yeah, Regal would be great at it. Yeah, I'd, I'd want Regal. And then uh, then I'd be excited to see a program with him and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Anybody, actually. Yeah, I would some, be excited some, to see. Some tough guys. Some yeah, brawlers. I'd, I'd be excited to see William Regal go up against anybody and just always squeaking out a win. Would you be excited to see him versus Tensai? Yeah, I think that would be an awesome, like, SmackDown main event. <laughs> you just shook your head after I was like, no. Well, you know what I was shaking my head about is, uh, what is his name now? It's T-Bag or something? <laughs> yeah, Sweet T-Bag. Sweet T-Bag. Like, I still think he's a menace. I still think he's a total fucking monster. Even if they put a... You mean a menace to children. A menace to society. Tattoo your face. Yeah, like, I still think he's a monster. At any time, he can just uh, cross... I think he should just destroy Funkasaurus sometime when he like he gets hit in the head by the disco ball and he remembers that he's a bad guy. That would be perfect for me. I'd love that. Uh, WWE. I would love to even see uh, the heavyweight belt on Tensai. What? Yeah, I think that'd be great. He could be, as be, Sweet Teabag. Yeah. No, as Tensai. It's like the Mark Henry. Mark when Mark Henry had the WWE belt, it was like, who can stop him? <laughs> You got all scared. Who can stop Who can him? Stop him. He's so monstrous. And he doesn't. Have, they don't. He doesn't even have a thirty-minute main event match. Give him six minutes and have him just destroy people. <laughs> so who's your WWE champ? In mm. who's the guy? Who has it now? John uh, Cena. Yeah, some some man named Jonathan Cena. 
Ah, Jonathan Shinanowski. <laughs> um, God, uh, him having it as a heel. I think that'd be great. John Jonathan Cena is a heel. He cha- that he changed his name to Jonathan Cena. <laughs> That's his heel turn. I'm now Jonathan, Jonathan. and you can see me. Yeah. <laughs> you and you and like it's just And the go- champ is leaving. Yeah. That's his same gimmick just have him tweak everything. It's like I'm Jonathan Cena and you can see me. And these are jeans. Yeah, he's always wearing dad jeans. <laughs> and a fanny pack. Yeah, like, what if he just played up the whole wrestling persona, like, res- airport and wrestler, as an on-screen persona? <laughs> like, always in workout clothes. Uh, he's got the fanny pack. Like, you remember, you remember the first time you ever saw a picture of Goldberg with a fanny pack on? Yes. It was, like, I think he was, like, they had a picture of him, like, riding his, like, sweet chopper, and then he had a big leather fanny pack, and I was like... <laughs> the fuck is that like has no one told them that these are totally gay who's gonna tell him scott i don't know they're practical for their purposes but i don't like having things in my pockets oh (laughs) sorry sometimes my keys cut my leg (laughs) made underscore 909 says if john cena is hulk hogan and cm punk is randy savage then who's randy orton lol ultimate warrior I don't think he's Ultimate Warrior. No, he's not intense enough. No. Uh, so who's Randy Orton? Who's Randy Orton in this day and age? Um, yeah, you know what? We're going into a part of wrestling I don't know. Besides those three. Like yeah. the 80s. you know. Yeah, I, mean. I don't know a lot of the super- Then go go 90s. Yeah, I don't know a lot of the superheroes from the 80s. Go, you know I mean? go. here you go. This will help you out. Go late 90s. Marvelous so Mark who's in WCW. Marvelous Mark Merrill. Marvelous Mark Merrill. No, he's like Buff Bagwell. Ooh, shit. He's that's like, the meanest thing that's ever been said about Randy Orton. Yeah, but he's like, it makes sense to me. Or maybe even a Diamond Dallas Page. Okay. With the Diamond Cutter RKO. I mean, I feel like they have a similar slow, not slow, just paced style. Okay. I would say Randy Orton is Hercules Hernandez. K- kind of loopy, yeah. and you go like, hey, look, he's got a chain. I don't care anymore. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> so who's Ultimate Warrior then now? Um, Santino. Uh, all right. Uh, and so instead of the oh, running to the no. ring, it's power walking. Uh, the, Ryback, I guess, right? I know people say Goldberg, but it's like the intensity that Ryback has. Like he, The guy looks like something's going to pop on him every time he starts talking. All right. That's 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 how you would describe Ultimate Warrior, right? His promo made me so uncomfortable this past Monday on Raw with Foley because... When in the studio, the one where it's like, I'm explaining everything that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody said, like, here's your mark. Stay here. Don't move. And then on Raw, he's just pacing back and forth in that ring. Just like, and another thing that if you were, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd beat you up, Mick, and shut up. And uh, and he's just going back and forth nervously. And it's like, ah, stand still. You have a huge background in theater. Like you've, I, I don't want to embarrass <laughs> oh. you, but every other week you're telling me some other of the thousand plays you've done, Scott. And one of the first things they teach you is like, plant- jealous everybody, <laughs> thousands of plays and scene. <laughs> um, but one of the first things they teach you is plant your legs, stay in one place and say your lines. Yeah. If you lose, like it loses focus and meaning the more and more you move around and you pace. Yeah. Cause it really came across the way. I'm like, ah, you seem 
nervous and weird. There's a difference between walking directly to Mick Foley while saying something and walking away and stay like opposed to not knowing where you're going in the ring and just sort of yes. moving. And there's it's something it's very childlike. And even Undertaker when he cut his promo, he sort of was moving. He stayed very still. Yes. And slow. But he was still pacing. Like, and, he was shifting yes. weight, and he was... Like, Rock and Stone Cold are guys that are very energetic and move a lot when they speak, but there's still purpose to it. That's a, the purpose a lot and of, the movement, yeah. And there's a lot of movement before they speak. Like, they're taking in the information from somebody else who's who's challenging them, and then, uh, like, they'll get going, and the, the movement fuels your reaction. But Ryback's to, doing it while he's talking. He's like his his reaction is is literally is talking and his talking is fueling his movement. Oh my like god! Oh my god! I'm on camera. I'm oh my god! Mick Foley's got a weird haircut. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is this hair dyed? Oh my god! <laughs> Ryback. <laughs> but I mean, that's it's interesting to watch because the people who plant their feet and say their lines, and then there's also sort of a verbal pacing that happens. Like if you watch Orton talk. He's pacing in his mind. He's trying yes. to find these things if it's not scripted. Or forgetting his line. Yeah. Um, two nerds underscore one podcast. Uh, new new uh, tweeters here. Ask us top three original ECW wrestlers. And go. Joe. Sabu. Oh, Sabu, huh? Okay. Who else? Um I've only seen Mike Awesome and that Tanaka guy in that one ECW one night stand. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Holy crap, I got to show you more. Those guys are awesome. Those are uh, Masato Tanaka and uh, Mike Awesome are, are my top two. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, Chris Just Benoit. because it'll never be created again. Who? Chris Benoit and Al Snow. <laughs> really? The Snowman? Yeah. So it's Sabu, Chris Benoit, and Al Snow. Now I've only seen, like, I had that ECW uh, DVD set, and so I saw the, uh, Chris Benoit was fucking great, man. He was. He crippled Sabu. And then Sabu got better, which makes Sabu on the list twice. <laughs> okay. Um, Taz? I never saw Taz in ECW, but I liked. He's liked really it. good. It's yeah. way different than what you were exposed to later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Who else was in ECW? Uh, Raven? No, he never really struck me as i think you'd like him i think you would have liked raven and ecw a lot of guys that if you saw him in ecw they're far different than what they are now because paul was so good at showcasing what was great about them and hiding all the rest oh yeah but it was also like a three-tier system ecw wcw wwe like that was the sort of the showcase of where you saw them like you get the radicals after they were in wcw and then most of them were from in ecw right yeah so like that's kind of interesting it's like it's like a, it's like the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say for me also, uh, I mean, really, Rob Van Dam. I mean, I know it's years later, and it's like, yeah, whatever, Rob Van Dam. But or that's where he got think, his teeth, right? That's where he got his Yeah, his it was just he did so many uh, unusual, spectacular things that you just never saw before, or you were just anticipating to see whatever he was going to do or if he could do it again. And talk about stepping out from his famous brother's shadow, you know? <laughs> yes. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Why did he change? It's like the uh, it's like the Sheens. Yeah, you know why'd you change your last name from Estevez? Yeah, hmm. so weird. Um, you know, we we here have a correspondent on the show um, who I did not sign up for. I was not happy about that. He's a correspondent on our show, Scott. It was a tremendous get. <sighs> He's terrible at his job. Is he? 
I think so. I, I, I learned things from him, but I never learned what we send out for him to do. We're talking, of course, about uh, former TNA world champion Jeff Hardy. And, yeah, field oper- field reporter. I said operative. <laughs> so I let loose a little bit too much that time. Uh, Jeff Hardy is recently been in that title match on Impact where it was full metal mayhem. and Mayhem! <laughs> that's how he says it. That he got annihilated. He got hit with a ball peen hammer. Right in the ball peen. And right in the ball peen in the brain pan. Went through a table. He's just, he's he's gone. He's just been destroyed. And I, I worry about him. I think we should check in on him, see how he's doing. Well, Scott, let me also point out that when you don't know what he's on assignment for, everything you find out is going to be a scoop. Well, all right. I mean, lucky us, I guess, and lucky listeners. So do you want to call him up? Yeah, let's give him a call. I'm dialing. And it's ringing. Hello? Hello, Jeff. Huh? Who is this? Uh, this is Scott Narver and Steve Sears from Curtain Jerks, Jeff. No, oh, Scott Narver, Steve Sears, how y'all doing? I'm good. Are you, is your face pressed up against the phone? No, 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 no. I have this phone held, held against my head. You have a phone held against your head. Traction, bro! <laughs> Are you in a hospital? Yes, man. Okay, uh, well, well, you have a phone held... Who's holding the phone against your head? This sexy, sweet-ass nurse. Oh. Julio. <laughs> what? Iglesias? No, just Julio. Okay. Wait, man, what's your last name? Esperanza. Oh, it's Julio Esperanza. All right, well, uh, look, how, how are you doing, Jeff, after that tremendous match you had... On Impact a few weeks ago. No, man, I'm feeling good. They got me on a bunch of painkillers. Never felt this clear in my life. <laughs> Uh-oh, what do you want? But I got some uh, Nora Ephron. <laughs> what? Maybe some... Uh, She's dead. What? <laughs> She's, what? Nora Ephron is deceased. Oh, Nora Ephron. <laughs> oh, okay. What'd I say? <laughs> Nora Ephron. Yeah, man, Nora Ephron. That stuff makes you feel good. <laughs> Are you on any Meg Ryan? No, those pills. I don't like those. <laughs> Make you feel loopy. <laughs> Okay, what else do you want? Some Russell Crowe. <laughs> uh, what else? I'm just kidding, man. That's fire water. <laughs> okay, what else are you taking? Well, right now I'm taking some sweet time out of my recuperation schedule to talk about TNA's spring cleaning deal on <laughs> TNA.com. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you plugging, plugging TNAshop.com right now? Am I? <laughs> I'm asking you. Yeah, man. TNA Shop Zone. Spring cleaning. <laughs> That's not TNAshop.com if you're going to plug it. TNAshop.com. Uh, what's for sale? Get se- your Dixie action figures. Available now. And if you take a picture with your Dixie Carter action figure on Twitter, then you've got a good <laughs> chance of being retweeted by <laughs> TNA. Are you Impact Wrestling? Are you reading off of your Over casts? Over all posters and action figures and T-shirts are on sale for spring cleaning. TNA shop. Are you reading off casts that are on you, bro? It's called copy. Oh, oh all right, shit. Yeah, that's cool. I was in y'all. thousands of plays, you know. Well, were you? Yes. Were you in sexual perversities in Chicago? No, I was not. Were you in Dracula? Yes, I Who was. Who did you play in? Dracula? I played Renfield. Oh man, wasn't that Tom Waits? Well, yes, in the film. Didn't also Julia Roberts' husband play him once? Or is that guy a live-action Renfield in real life? He's a live-action Renfield in real life. Ooh, you should guy, know you're, a, you're a fellow musician. That's oh, Lyle, Lyle Lovett. Yeah, Lyle Lovett. Yeah, he's a drummer in my band. <laughs> is he a drummer in your band? Yeah. What's the name of your band again? No, we're the Pins. 
You're the pins. The hairpins. Is it Jeff Hardy in the hairpins? Yeah, or? it's Jeff Hardy in the hairpins. We got Lyle Lovett on drums and we got Chris Isaac on bass. So you have two yodelers basically playing instruments who don't sing with you. Yeah, man, we sound like the doors. <laughs> some real squeaky doors. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> if you needed some oil for your doors, check out TNA Shop where all <laughs> items are on sale, including. Grr, those new Aces and Eights masks, as well as two different t-shirts, as well as a leather handband for Aces and Grr bats. Jeff, I I don't know if this will surprise you. I actually did order some stuff from uh, TNAShop.com recently. Tell me, Scott, what kind of a great deal did you get on TNAShopZone.com backslash TNA Jeff Hardy? <laughs> I don't think that's an actual site. I don't think that's also part of it. available is my new hoodie abstraction. Oh, is it? Well, that's good to know. Um, I ordered, I did order the TNA Dixie uh, figure. And I also ordered the insane brown bag special. Insane. These deals certainly are. <laughs> this is like, this is turning into a bad car ad on public access television. Isn't it though? But there's gotta be a better way. Wait, you're just reading the rest of the copy now. You're not even listening to what I'm saying. The slap shop makes sure that you're hard all night long. <laughs> what? The, no, Jeff, you're crossing things over. The slap shop doesn't make you hard. Inception on TNT tonight <laughs> at 9 o'clock. TNT, 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 TNT. Jeff, uh, look, I hope you get better, but I think we're gonna have to let you go. Hey, whoa. Please don't let me go into the Oh, off the phone? Yeah. Oh, you got it, man. Hey, I'll, I'll see you all around, Scott and Arbor, Stevie Sears. Remember, Curtain Jerks fans, if you use the promo code at ShopZone, blah, 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 <laughs> then you're going to get yourself a free apple pie slice. <laughs> well, that... no, I think my drugs are wearing off. Okay, well, I didn't get a free apple pie slice, so I'll look into it. No, you do that, Scott Arbor. All right, thank you, Jeff Hardy. Julio, hang up this He doesn't sound well. He sounded really great to me. Well, you talk to him way more than I do. I, you know, we hang out uh, on the phone. You do? You chat. What about Matt? Do you talk with Matt? Uh, I don't like talking to Matt. Why not? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's true. You and Jeff do share a brain, it seems. Yeah. Well, so wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks. Hey, good job, Scott. Hey, good job, Steve. Hey, you have yourself a wonderful week. It's hey. a really great time. Well, it's the bottom of the hour. we got to say goodnight to all of our fans here. Oh, man, another one of those wacky daggy Curtain Jerks podcast. Flush. <laughs> Bauga. Oh, Gogan, we coming for you. Beep. <laughs> Uh, so of course, again, uh, you know, you want to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, just search curtain jerks. We have our youtube.com slash curtain jerks podcast page. We have our Fandango videos and soon there's a JR's barbecue sauce video that we'll be posting up there. And man, that is an epic. I still feel gross. I feel gross too. I see those powdered donuts over there and I'm reminded of the terrible things we did. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, and also you've got to check out insane wrestling league. That show again, uh chino yeah go april 26th if you're if you're in england go to chino <laughs> yes this friday five dollars i pay-per-view go to the iwl.com john morrison eric watts willie mack so many more it's a hell of a deal can't pass up on it very exciting and uh we'll be back with next week with all kinds of more goodness more fun and soon we're gonna do another gets jerked episode oh we are 
Yeah. I'm excited. I didn't even know. This is a surprise to me, listeners. Well, soon. I'm not I'm not giving a definitive date because oh. there's so many things for us to choose from there's now. There's so many things for us to jerk, Scott. Th- think of all the jerkings about Stone Cold movies. He's in a movie with Steven Seagal and another movie with Dolph Lundgren. And we should see The Condemned one of these days. Yeah, and there's the Marinathon, which people have been interested in. And Universal Soldier, The Awakening, or whatever that new one was. Are any wrestlers in it? No. <laughs> well, then be sure to th- we'll watch, watch that, that one. one yeah. We'll just watch that one. Actually, late watch night. that one on Netflix, guys, but fast forward it because there's this awesome fight scene with Jean-Claude Van Damme, but then there's way too much pacing and storytelling at the front. And if there's ever anything that you think we should uh, do for our Gets Jerked uh, episodes. Chicken cocks. What? What? <laughs> Chicken cocks. <laughs> that came out wrong. <laughs> well, I was in my 90s. <laughs> I, I, I was in my 90s for a moment. So if there's anything you want to hear us get jerked, uh, send it to us. Let us know. CurtainJerksGmail.com. Each other. Gaylord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then write your name. We'll see it on the air. (laughs) Is that a threat? Yeah, it's a threat. Hey, you know what? That sounds funny. Yes. And so be sure to check out all that stuff and listen to all that stuff. And hey, you're ramping up like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm gonna kill the momentum, so uh, you guys have a good time. All right. Uh, thanks, George Lucas. Thanks, George Lucas. So uh, for Curtin Dirks, I'm Scott Narber. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedy podcast network.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to it. huge yeah, that's huge fantastic. it makes us a global phenomenon you have received this transmission from the comedy podcast network For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.